Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. Welcome to episode 44 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. The Red Sox lost three of four games against the Kansas City Royals in Kansas City, and it feels like this is a new low for the 2022 season. How you doing, Joey? Well, it feels like it's a new low for the 2022 season. Dude, you're going to get a very pessimistic version of me today. My A pessimistic whole... version of you, Joey? This yeah. This sucks. This is awful. Perfect. This, this I'm glad is we're on be, the same. I think we're on the same. I think we're on the same page as, in terms of how pessimistic we're going to be here. There's nothing to be happy about this. How you doing, Joy? I wish I was doing better. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm. I don't know, dude. I, I I'm feeling like season vibe changing energy coming out of this weekend. I'm. Yeah. I'm not feeling all too great. It's not great. I think Joey and I, before we started recording, kind of joked like we should just talk about our weekends instead of the Red Sox series. But then Joey said he had a terrible weekend or didn't have a great weekend. So it's like, OK, great. so everything was just awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, I think I don't know which is the lesser of two evils. It's it's just been a tough time, dude. Jeez Louise. You know that like uh, I don't know if you get this. I'm going to go ahead and guess that you don't like the seasonal depression. Do you get the seasonal depression? Not really, no. Okay. Well, what, what are you basing feels, that off of that I don't? That I just, just seem, seem happy? You seem like a generally happy guy. You have like interests and likes and stuff, and I <laughs> I don't really have that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, this feels like the middle of February. And you're like, oh, my yeah. God, like the slush is outside. Like the sun is setting at 245. Like what is there to be happy about? I haven't seen a good movie in months. It's just it's, it's a, a drag right now, dude. It's a drag. It's very sad. I think I don't the even know where to start. Of, what's up? 
I don't even know where to start with this series. No, I know, I know. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a grind today. But uh, current feelings of Sox fans are very similar to when they started the season ten and nineteen. Like this is brutal. It's there's no getting around it. You go into this series in Kansas City, and Joey, we always make sure we say you can't guarantee a sweep because you can't. There's no scenario where, especially a four gamer, I never in my life have been like, oh, Sox are obviously gonna sweep this one. Like you just don't have mm-hmm. many four game sweeps. So we're even giving Kansas City a game here. We were giving them a W. But after Saturday, I think that's when it really started to sink in that, you know, the 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 emergency lights started going off. I I think it it really start started to settle in of like, uh oh, this is this is danger zone here. You you get walked off on on Saturday. Best case scenario going into Sunday was a series split. And sure enough, you lose three out of four. To the Kansas City Royals, and in the fashion that you did, it felt didn't it feel like they were swimming upstream the whole series? Like it, it felt like they were just trying to stay afloat against the Royals. I know that just it's can't like happen. That, it's like that Houston series just didn't happen, dude. I'll take it a step I further know. from what you said. I mean, Saturday sucked because like you realize like the best case scenario you get a split, and my God, would I kill for a split right now? But after Thursday, I think is like the first time I felt like dread creeping in. It's like you dropped the first game. Like, yeah. you got to win three in a row to win this series. Are you kidding me? And it didn't feel yeah. like they were gonna, and they no. didn't. <laughs> it, so but it just never, there was not a moment Thursday night where I was like, hey, it's all right. Three games, boom, boom, boom. We'll, you know, slide right through these, breeze through, and come out the other side with a dub. Never felt it. Even in the game you win with Winkowski, he was getting out of jams, couple walks, goes five innings. Uh, luckily, the bullpen outside of Davis there at the end. That game took forever to end, by the way. That Friday yeah. game, it's like, my God, this thing's dragging. But, yeah, overall, it's just it's all bad news. I, I think if you're a Sox fan and you're even an optimistic Sox fan, like I, I tend to consider myself, there's not much to look at right now that's positive. And, Joey, I started doing some math, all right? Okay. Started doing some math, and we'll dive into a couple things from this series specifically. Obviously, want to talk Hosmer's debut and uh, how things went down, you know, in KC there for his return, which ends up being a Sox debut. But I'm looking at the wild card teams ahead of the Red Sox right now, and in order for them to actually make the playoffs, now I understand it's hard to have this conversation after losing three out of four against the Royals. I'm just trying to put the rest of the season in big picture mode, right? I mean, they got 52 games left. And this is just kind of how it has to go. Now, if you're somebody that still thinks the Red Sox can make the playoffs, which I'm not saying you're crazy. I'm not saying you're crazy. It's it's improbable, but I'm not saying you're crazy. This number was eye-opening to me. And we're going to I had tweeted something on Saturday night really just to get a feel of the nation, feel of Sox nation, and it's kind of came back as I expected with mm-hmm. I think I said something along the lines of like, am I crazy to think the Red Sox are still going to make the playoffs? Kind of want to feel, you know, where people were at. I think about 70, 80% of people are like, yeah, you're a lunatic. The other 20 is like, hey, it, basically the other 20% is like, hey, anything can happen. You know, it's like miracles have happened. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at with that. But this number is what was eye-opening to me, Joey. Mm-hmm. In order to finish with 88 wins in the season, which projecting out where the Mariners and the Rays are, that's where they're projected to end up. 88 wins. Both of them. Okay. So if the Sox were to end the year 88 and 74, they'd have to go 34 and 18 the rest of the way. Which well, sorry, give me the number again. To get 88 wins, they got to go yep. 34 and 18. 
So that's basically winning every series. It's two to one. It's a two to one like it's, ratio, win loss ratio. Yeah, essentially, yes. Yeah. So, so basically, you got to win every single series from here out to end up maybe as the last wild card team. That's essentially what we're talking about here. And Joey, it gets worse. Oh, fifty-two Go games on. remaining. Yeah, yeah, I know this is sick. Please. So fifty-two games left. Only twelve of them are against teams under five hundred. So you have 12? forty games, forty okay. of fifty-two against teams over five hundred, and three and of those win. twelve are against these Royals again, which I would say doesn't really matter. Pesky, if they're under five hundred, pesky bunch. So when you really start to break it down, and you forget every year, I forget this, and I wonder where you're at with this, where mm-hmm. the deadline happens, you kind of think you have more games left than you really do. Like you start, mm-hmm. the season ends pretty fast after the deadline. And I'm kind of looking at the rest of the remaining games, and it's 34 and 18 seems nearly impossible for what the Red Sox are doing right now, especially coming off that series in Kansas City. I don't know how they'd be able to pull that off. So you're almost in miracle territory. I I think I'm okay saying that. You're almost at the point where you need something miraculous to happen and some turnaround that they've given us no sign is going to happen. So they're through what 110 right now, right? Is that yeah? Is that right? 54 and 56. Left. Yep. All right. Let's see. There's a little throwback here, folks. At the the 1996 Red Sox. Just because we're talking about yep. you know finishing with 88 wins, they finished with 85. So if you want to move the goalposts a little bit and say, well, can they do the 86 or the 96 deal here? Through 110 games, they were 50 and 60. Uh, I mean. So, Four better games than that. There we go, socks. Joey. There we go. There we Four go. games better. There we go. There we go. If That's they had just stayed got. on pace with the 96 socks, we'd feel pretty good right now. We would be like, man, yeah. they, they, they're pulling away. Four game lead. Man, look at them go. I know. Instead, it doesn't feel good at all. It just feels like moving the goalposts. It does. I mean, it's, I don't like that number that you threw out there. 34 and 18 is every I, series. I, I, Essentially, yeah. yeah, And and it's against... Mm-hmm. I mean, you go down the line here. It's... You got Braves. The Orioles, who can't lose. The Orioles yeah. are just, like, the hottest team in baseball. Yankees. Luckily, you get to go to the, the Pirates, uh, play in Pittsburgh. Here's the thing, though. Like, the way the Red Sox are playing right now, mm-hmm. nobody on your schedule is a, is a gimme. Like, there's no, no guaranteed series wins the rest of the way. The Royals were supposed to be. That's what I'm this saying. This is supposed like to the be. Way, the, the way they're playing, you just lost three out of four to the Royals. So how can we comfortably sit here and be like, oh, Pirates, they'll win that series? I don't I don't know if they'll win that series. Like, the Pirates, they might um, lose. Who, who, didn't the Pirates just uh, sweep? Who did they just sweep? I have not been keeping track of the Pirates. They're 20 uh, under 500. I know that you much. You don't follow the Pirates? No, um, I don't. I don't. The Pirates, Pirates they just have... swept a legit team. Who was it? Uh, the Brewers. They just yeah, the swept Brewers, the Brewers. Brewers are solid. I, think I mean, they're, they're in another first team place. In the NL that's like, uh, they're a game behind the Cardinals. But I mean, they're, they're now they are. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 all right. I mean, they're basically like the Mariners. Like, yeah, they're all right. They got the same record as them. So it's like, eh. I just, I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's difficult because. You know, with an extra team, an extra playoff team, and the talent you have on the Red Sox roster. Understandable injuries have always been a thing. 
uh, you know, in the last, what, month and a half, two months. But it's still, they found ways to get over a couple of bumps in the road earlier in the year. The rotation was was keeping them afloat. Like, the rotation was actually great. And not even with your horses. Like, some of the guys that were stepping up were like, what, Winkowski? Like, what's going on here? Cutter Crawford, mm-hmm. uh, what, what was his final line today? Crawford ends up five innings, five earned, two walks, four Ks. Unfortunate because he's been a guy that's really been carrying them against good teams too, against the Yankees, the Cardinals, the Astros, the Blue Jays, the Rays. So I'm, I can't – hard for us to sit up here and be like, ah, oh, Crawford sucked today. Like he's he's been carrying them. And that three-run homer, my God, Same. the ball was traveling. That was like a pop-up, and that got out. That was the majority of the runs he gave up. So he put himself in tough situations. Uh, a couple of walks, early walks too. It's not like they're two out walks, leadoff walks. So mm-hmm. that was tough. I think yeah. zero people are walking away blaming Cutter Crawford for this loss. No, no. Yeah. It's, I, just like I don't think anybody was blaming Whitlock the other night for that loss. Well, Whitlock's a little different because, like, at least, you know, he was about to go through three scoreless, like, high pressure innings to keep your team alive when they couldn't mm-hmm. really do anything there. And that's the thing. You know, that's Cutter, why he's not Cutter getting didn't, the blame. No, I know. Cutter, I mean, can for today. He gave up five. You know, he wasn't great. Cutter wasn't great today. I'm more saying big picture, it's hard to get upset at Cutter when he's been so good and he's a guy that is still a rookie starter. But, um, yeah, I don't know, Joey. I mean, should we, where, where, do, we, where do we go? Where, where, do you, where do you want to dive into this? Cause, I mean, the big uh, takeaway I, that everyone's probably good talking about right now, if you flipped on the radio, is probably Jaron Duran. That's probably oh, yeah, no, the, oh, it's gotta the be Durant. biggest story. Yeah, it's got to be Duran. It was, that was that was definitely like the the main headline that, that's going to come out it, of this, you know, play and yeah. not play. You know what I mean? Like seventh on inning, the right? field stuff. I think it was the, se- yeah, the, seventh, the seventh inning was. It was all in the seventh. Yeah, you had just gotten a home run from Tommy Pham, draws it to what was it at that point? That would have been that would have been five uh, three five three. Socks are down mm-hmm. two, bottom seven, and Duran loses one in the sun, and it was. Almost too similar to the one that he lost in Twilight. And, I mean, he also lost one in the sun earlier, right? I think he's lost two in the sun, one in Twilight, if we're keeping track at home here. I'm pretty you're sure. Talking about, you're not talking about just today. You're saying before. Before. Before I, today. I, I think he's, he's lost multiple balls in the sun. Yeah. And it sucks because, like, it, I, I, want, I want your thoughts on this, Joey. When you see a player lose the ball in the sun, mm-hmm. how upset do you get? You feel sad for him for a second. Yeah. Right? You feel a little yeah. like, ah, that sucks. Like, I, I think the that's. The first time. Yeah, but it's like the sun's still the sun. It's still a huge ball of fire. It's not like you can still lose a ball in the sun. But you adapt. I don't know how, but you adapt. <laughs> See, th- this is this is what I'm saying. So if I think you and I are on the same page here. It was about as bad an inning as a center fielder can have. It's just hard for me. If it was just the sun thing, I wouldn't have been like, ah, like, you know, Twice? turn your eyes and catch Twice? the ball. What do you mean? What twice on a season? Like, yeah, I, I no, it happened twice in the seventh inning. What the he dropped the one in Jaron dropped two. He didn't lose inning. the second one. He didn't like. I'm saying losing the ball in the sun. The second one he played that poorly and it went off his glove. Then that one you can certainly blame him for. And the other Joey, one, I'm talking about the sun, Joey. This is about the sun. I, he I'm saw saying it like well if, enough if to was, get to where it was and lose it. You know, in a matter of feet. It wasn't like the things, big center field one. No, that's we're the one. That's the one he lost in the sun. What, what do you mean? Two balls. One of them, he came in, he lost in the sun, dropped beside yeah. his glove, right? Second yeah, one was along it. the wall, turned into the triple, right? 
But he didn't lose that ball in the sun. I'm talking about right. the sun. I know. I know. So I'm talking about the sun ball. The ball where he came in, he yes. located, tracked, and then lost it. And lost it. it. Yeah. And then lost it. Which I think is, for whatever reason, registers in my brain as more egregious than when he's, you know, you're doing the Christian Arroyo and you're standing there like, I just Twilight don't see thing. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think either... I, my point is, like, if it was just the Sunball, I wouldn't be on here, like, what the heck? I wouldn't be losing my mind over what happened. The thing no, that no. Fair that kills you is the the ball by the wall where I would love to see percentage of people that have it. It's a high percentage. That's a ball you got to have. And the thing that just can't happen, Joey, and I think you and I are on the same page, you can't be chirping the fans. You can't 0%. be yelling back at the fans. It just can't happen and it sucks and we've had this conversation before jaron is a buddy he's a friend of the program and when you see him yelling at fans it hurts joey it hurts to see because i'm like no i literally said to my tv i'm like no 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 don't stop 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 uh, yeah, right i know it, it's oh. the fact that it's all so close together too you can't in one inning know. drop two balls and scream at fans. It just can't happen. Between can't happen. And right now, Jaron Duran, between the comments of the media about people doubting them, the you yeah. try catching a fly ball comment, these defensive blunders, and the fact that people aren't really talking about this one as much as they should be, he's hitting like 130 over the last month. You've got to expect, if you're Jaron, you've got to expect people are going to have stuff to say. You've got to expect like, yeah. your people in your city, your fans are going to have stuff to say, let alone opposing fans. Like, you have Alex Verdugo holding you back, dude. I know, like, I know. Of all people, of all people, <laughs> Alex Verdugo is there holding you back, dude. Like, it, And you have AC talking to you in the dugout. Like, those are both things that you do to, like, young dudes like new guys he's been in the bigs for a year and a half dude people don't realize how not young he is i don't think that that it, it gets brought up he gets lumped in with with these young guys he's older than devers verdugo who's holding them yeah. back is like they're a couple months apart yeah they're similar it's, age i mean verdugo obviously has played a lot a lot more but it, it's not there's no excuses there's no I, I i couldn't believe it was happening joey when i saw him yelling at the fans i'm like Damn it. Dude, this your is... PR is so low right now. It's about it's as low as it could be. That's the absolute last thing you got to be doing. And I don't care about amount of time in the bigs. I don't think that matters. I think it's just like you just should know that. You just should know like I can't afford to be doing that, dude. Like people are, you know, I had that other thing and people are giving me crap for that. I, I got to kind of keep a level head here and whatever. And uh, have I ever been there? No. Have I ever tried to catch a fly ball in the sun? No. Do I know what it's like being under that much pressure and that much scrutiny? No. But you got to expect it's going to come to you, dude. You got to. You, you're doing yourself absolutely no favors going out there and yelling. It's just, it's it's a bad look. I, I'm scared to look at what his post game looks like. Yeah, well, I, I honestly... Knowing the Sox PR like we do, they I wouldn't be stunned if they're like, yeah, he's not. We're not having Jaron talk to the, the media. I think it's the tough part is. I think we've all been in these situations where like something gets out of hand. You say something you don't want to say, and you like immediately regret it. Seeing Duran in the dugout with Cora, it was painful. It really was because Cora's got his arm around him, and Jaron's sitting there like probably thinking how the hell did that all just happen like I, almost like he blacked out out there or something like it was you had the sun play 
play at the wall, yelling at fans, all happened within, I mean, every ball was getting hit to him. It was, I, I think, three straight batters hit it right out to Jaron. And so that all happened in real time within, like, what, two minutes, three minutes? Mm-hmm. So if only, if that was more spread out, who knows what happens. But, I, you know, we agree, obviously, on this one. It's you can't, you can't be yelling at the fans, and you never know what's said. You never know, you know. Sure. I'm sure, sure it's just people chirping. I'm like, oh, you got to grab that. And he's probably like, you tried coming down here and doing that. I'm sure it's how it goes. But it's that's the thing. You jump right to that because like that's been the stories, right? Like it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not like I don't know. When I saw Doogie flipping out at Yankees fans, I was like, oh man, they must have done something. Like I, you know, this is before he's, we he's knew always he got fed hit into it. That was the only time his whole Sox career he's ever actually done. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that says something about Jaron's PR right now that like we see him yelling and we're like. Uh, they probably are just mocking him, and he's not taking it well. Like that's yeah. bad. That's bad to assume no, that's what it was. It's not. I think good. it's the timing too, dude. Like that. That really gets me going. It's the fact that like the team just made you an everyday guy. Like Jackie's gone, and like you're replacing the best defensive outfielder maybe ever in Sox history. And I, I get don't think that that's a probably one. a lot of yeah. pressure. But the story there, the storyline was you traded Jackie's defense for Jaron's offense. Right. And like, if that's not coming through either, then it's a really tough look and it's a tough sell to people who are already skeptical of the move. You know, the timing of all this is very bad. He was. Jackie was hitting better than him. It's, 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 it's not, it's not good at all. And I'm sure it's going to be like the talk of the town for the next 48 hours. Sucks. Thank God have an off day tomorrow, dude. Talk about, I like, guess, thank God, but like, I, I, if you're the Red Sox, you almost want to just get right back to playing and not have to have to sit in this mess. You just lost 13 to five to the Royals and lost three out of four in Kansas City, and we all know what's hot. See, this this is what sucks. Like, I think when they <laughs> when the weather? heat started getting brought up all the time, whatever, it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's hot in yeah, Kansas City in August. It's Missouri it's hot. hot though. It's Missouri yeah. hot. It's. <laughs> It's a different kind of but hot that would though. get brought up been there. and like so the the thing happened with this is a side note but mm-hmm. um <laughs> the jalen davis catch uh where it stays on evaldi yeah and i'd heard from a, a little birdie that the, you know the issue was with tc ended up tweeting out that like it was hot in the truck and like the the switch malfunction or something i do you not have ac in the, i mean you should have ac in the truck right I don't, if it's hot in missouri in maybe have some ac but we all know it's hot. I think it kept being brought up. It was, oh, it's 95. Whatever. It's going to be hot. Play through it. I'm sure that messes with you. Joey, we can't, you and I can't say this enough, that mm-hmm. if we were out there, we'd be so bad. We'd suck. We'd be complaining. <laughs> like, all of the above. We yeah. don't get paid major league salaries. It's, like, understandable that that's going to affect your play a little bit. It's going to make. It's gonna wear you down. Mm-hmm. I was worn down going to my dad's boss's a summer party on an island over the weekend. That Just sounds tough, out dude. There Are you all right? Dr- dude, I'm telling you, having drinks in the sun, and that wore me down. I can only imagine playing major league games in 95 degrees. But we, you know, my you know point is so we fun. get it. We know. Yeah. Will Fleming on the radio call goes like, uh, temperature reads 97. Uh, with the UV index, the feels like temperature is 109. And then, like, 10 seconds later, he goes, foul ball down the right field line. Alex Verdugo hasn't really been hustling for those balls as they come his way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Can we, I think can I know we why. figure out why? Can we figure out why he's not going for that foul ball? <laughs> Feels like it's 109 it in a sauna. I know. Joey, it is, I, I got to say, and this is a little yeah. flipping to the other side, it is hard to – he doesn't always translate to a baseball broadcast. Like, because most of them look the same in terms of how the players look. Most of the time, you got a little right. sweat on you, but you don't necessarily look like you're in 95 degrees of heat. So I get mm. that. But my God, if I had to hear one more time how hot it was, like we know, we know it's hot. Dude, I'm that sure was, that factors into it a little bit. But please, that was you in Los Angeles. You, you that was. I feel like every three words out of your mouth was, "My God, it's hot." Well, it's a conversation thing. I think anytime I'm talking to these other <laughs> yeah. people, oh, trying to dodge the heat, you know, sweating. It's like whatever. It's it's a commonality. But okay, okay. So Joey, again, we're not major league deal. players. Okay. We can whine about this. <laughs> We can complain. About Listen, this. if you get if your if your salary is seven figures, you don't feel temperature anymore. <laughs> you you just deal with it. You don't go to the That's bathroom. Exactly you do not feel temperature. You're no longer a human. Yes. That's exactly how it works. Uh mm-hmm. we gotta take a break, but after this break, I'm gonna draw a eerily similar comparison to a different Red Sox team. It's not the ninety-six team. And it's gonna make you feel even better. And that Perfect. sarcasm. Coming up next on episode 44 of Inside the Monster. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We are back on episode 44 of Inside the Monster. Joey, it's the Rich Hill episode. It is the Rich Hill episode, or we could have waited an episode and had Orlando Cabrera on the Orlando Cabrera episode. That would have made too much sense. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's a good point. Uh, there's there's a there's a few other guys uh, here. Uh, Brandon Workman, Jake PV, Jackie Bradley, TBJ, yeah, and thirteen, yeah. Um, Young Jackie, Jason dude, Bay. A shot of Jackie in his rookie year. I used to tweet mm-hmm. this out all the time. He's just got the bat around his shoulders, looking mm-hmm. all cool, and like he just has no idea how poorly that bat's going to treat him over the next <laughs> nine years. He's got no, he's got no clue. I miss uh, Jackie. Brad Peacock been, as well. It's been like a week. I miss Jackie. Anyway, sorry. I know I miss Jackie too. It feels like he's coming back. It does. It feels like he's yeah. just been with the team, but like he's just gonna pop back out when they play the Braves. I miss that he's just so nonchalant out there. He's so chill. Like it was, mm-hmm. 
I tweeted it. Remind me of Andrew Jones. Everyone's like, oh, how dare, how dare you? How dare you say that? Andrew Jones is one of the great. I, whatever. It's it's just the mannerisms. It's how he's. That's a good Boston accent. How dare, how dare you? you? How dare you say that? Andrew Jones is one of the greatest to ever do it. How dare you? <laughs> That's where we're at, Joey. Anyway, you had a couple more 44s. What else we got? Yeah, uh, Jake Peavy. Uh, Jason oh, I love Bay. Peavy. We should have Peavy on here. That would be great. That would be Peavy. great. Jason Bay, uh, Gabe Kapler, uh, Brad Peacock. good. Yeah. Nice. Jay um, Payton. Here, I'm going to go real far back. Haywood Sullivan in 1955. <laughs> Doesn't that sound? <laughs> oh, like Jimmy a- Dorsey. Oh, of course. Bob Gallagher? Are you kidding me? 44. Of course. West Gardner. Here's a baseball name. Here's a baseball name. Butch Husky. Butch Husky, absolutely. I remember Butch. Yeah? Butchie, uh, yeah, he was He was like late 90s. Yep, 99. One year, 45 games. There you go, Butch. 50 years old. How you doing, Butch? Uh, yeah, so episode 44 of yeah. Inside the Monster. Joey, I got a question for you. Oh, God. Is it possible to have a worse series as a reliever than Darwin's and Hernandez just had? You know what I actually thought during his last uh, out there was I don't think Brock Holt would have had as bad of an appearance. Like, of a combined You would have thrown more strikes? Would have, would, have, would have found more of the strike zone? Guarantee you that with the EFIS pitch. If the point of the game, baseball, was to walk as many guys as you possibly could before your manager comes and grabs you, he would be the best. I think, like, one of the best. He'd be in the GOAT conversation. If this was called walk ball, mm-hmm. we have the most sought-after pitcher of all time. Darwinson Hernandez, if it was like a fantasy draft for walk ball, mm-hmm. he would easily He'd go, go first, first every single oh, yeah. year. You know what <laughs> yes. sucks? This is like this is like half funny, half sad, then back to funny again. Is like watching a a terrible reliever like freak out in the dugout and nobody even takes mind. <laughs> like he comes into the and he <laughs> and everyone just Jesus Christ. Like, this guy. Like, whatever, man. Together, buddy. <laughs> like, not, not like well, a hey man, you it'll, it's all right. Just leave him alone. Who cares? No. I <laughs> mean peanuts and bubble gum. Just Ugh. to recap here, this is Darwinson Hernandez in the series against the Royals. Two innings pitched, five hits, nine earned runs, six walks. For those keeping track at home, that is good enough for a forty point five oh ERA in the series. And by golly, Joey, how how many so hits these guys? Well, uh, only five, five hits, six walks. So that's eleven, yeah, he, eleven walks yeah. and hits in two innings. Yep. So it's a five point five whip, a five and a half whip. Yep. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah, he did a classic uh, five six nine special, which is you don't see it too often. The old five hits, six walks, nine earned. It was. <laughs> To say it was painful to watch is the understatement of the century. And don't you just know, too? The, oh, full count. I, I bet I know what he's going to do. I bet he's going to throw one way out of the zone. That's the thing with Darwinson. It's never like, oh, he got he got pinched there. He got squeezed. Nope. The ball's going to the backstop. It's got Plawecki diving left and right trying to get it. 
it's so painful to watch when he has no uh, honestly saying the phrase Darwinson has no idea where the ball is going is mm-hmm. like an understatement. Like there there needs to be something worse. It's almost yeah. like it's he's playing with a different baseball that just like does crazy things. It just goes all over the place. And His arm has a like, mind of its own. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My God. And I, I like honestly, to call I honestly him, forgot him. Yeah, what do you got? I like to call him bathroom break. Yeah. Because uh, I see him come up and I say this would be a great time because uh, I get to come back to a little surprise. And I usually come back to like two on, no out, two mm. o count. Yeah, Darwinson is the the ultimate second and third no outs. How did I get here? <laughs> kind of guy where it's like, mm. uh oh, bet more stuff's gonna happen here. He had a twelve ERA in July uh, with the Woo Sox, so not overly surprising. Get him up that here. This is happening. I kind of forgot about Darwinson. I'm not gonna lie, kind of forgot about him. Mm-hmm. And by golly, that was a fun time. Just forgetting that he was a thing, but. Uh, yeah, this is tough, man. This is just there's yeah. nothing really good to take from what we I, just I saw. There's a couple of things I think we can look ahead to, uh, you know, rather than focusing oh, all uh, too much here but, without without you know getting into the the you know preview stuff or any of that. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say shout out to Eric Hosmer. He put professional yeah. at bats together. He had a good series. What was Hosmer's? Let's get Hosmer's average on the series. It's probably not as good as I thought it was. You know who else's had... average we should? Well, I mean, dude, he was like. A combined eight feet away from three home runs. I know. So I know. he's, uh, uh, he's getting three, some pop, six. dude. I'm, I'm what a blessing that he gets to start his Red Sox tenure in a ballpark he's familiar with, getting a standing ovation. Like, you know, what a way to kick things off. You know, right. he kind of do away uh, with the new team slump. What are you, what are you doing here? What did he Sorry, do here? I'm crunching the numbies real quick. Crunch him up, brother. And 13. I think he only went two for 13. It felt way better. See, that's the thing. And I, I know you mentioned yeah. it, but doesn't it? He has the kind of swing. Like, the, the ball does kind of pop out off his bat. Like, he's got good pop. And yeah. it looks it, it's it looks gone. It looked gone every – I was fooled three out of three times. I genuinely thought all three were gone, and they all died in center field. Even though on Sunday it's like, how the hell did that ball die and every other one was flying out? I don't really understand that. But overall – it was just nice to see a professional first baseman on the Boston Red mm-hmm. Sox, you know, that could pick the ball, that could, you know, hard come back or two and boom, grab it, flip to the pitcher. It was just doing a bunch of first baseman stuff, which is like mm-hmm. cool. You kind of forgot what that looks like. And mm-hmm. then when he comes up, I know everyone's got an opinion about, about Eric Hosmer and he did not live up to the Padres contract. We all understand that. But when he comes up, I expect damage. He just has a stance where I'm like, looks like he's going to take this guy deep like every single mm-hmm. time. And just from a comfort level of being a fan, it's nice to know, oh, okay, like this is another guy that I can expect something from. It's not a, it's not a bathroom break guy. I think Eric Hosmer mm-hmm. I will watch. And I've enjoyed his time uh, on the team in these four games in Kansas City. I had to double, triple take when I saw that he – came here with a 272 average on the year. Yeah. I was like, I thought the whole talk was like Hosmer. I mean, they tried to deal him, and they also, you know, there's all this talk about him not living up to his contract. I don't know what the numbers are on his contract. I know the Sox are paying zilch, so that's all I care about. But I think it was like, what, like 13 million a year or something like that, 13 over three? 13 for eight, I believe. 13 per for eight years. That's uh, (laughs) a... 
I made it sound like, yeah, he signed eight years yeah. for 13 total. It was like the steal yeah. of the century. I don't know why they made that deal. but Yeah, they're paying him like a, a lawyer's salary. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's accurate. I just made that. I don't know anything about lawyers. Um, yeah, I was like, you, you said that very confidently, though. It was eight years, $144 million. So it was a huge deal. Yeah. But I, I, those numbers, I didn't expect him to be hit. I understand he doesn't have like a ton of power numbers, but I uh, wasn't expecting to see that number. Dude, it was weird watching like Fam Hosmer Maguire, like back to back to back. Yeah. It's like, what is this team? Who am I watching? Do I have the wrong <laughs> channel on? Why? I know. Is this is this like the Salem sock? Do I not know what's Maguire going on? Maguire really looks like a trade mm. acquisition. Like he really looks like I have not been on here for more than three days. Like I am very new. <laughs> Did you see the amount of eye black that Reese Maguire was wearing during I didn't the series? Catch that, no. Did Dude, not catch that. Anymore he might have straight up been canceled. It was like <laughs> it was <laughs> It was bad. It was like here. It was almost wow. like like okay. you see like a lineman wear like you know the yeah. like NFL lineman will just like slap it on their eye and just like streak it down their face. He had a lot on. It was like it was comically large. Uh, I could see that. But but yeah, I mean, dude, Reese made a good play uh, on that bunt. You know what I'm talking about down the third baseline. Hustle. Yeah, he's I a mean, dog. He, he had a good series. He had a good series. I, I think overall for a guy that you don't really expect much of anything out of, I was like, okay, Reese McGuire, not All bad. Right. Dude, this guy's speaking making of a people, lot of contact. What's his uh, What's his numbers? Do you have any uh, anything of note? I think he had he had a couple of what was it? Three for eight with a with a rib job. Okay, a rib job. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> but I I honestly I here's what sucks with the Reese McGuire thing. Yeah, we all know the thing. All right, we all know the thing. We all know the Reese McGuire thing. Does it have to come up literally in every tweet ever about this guy? Like I'm I'm already. Sick of it, Joey. We all know the thing. You're you're saying they should finish. It should finish. It should this come to should an end. Be, I know what you're doing. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm trying to have the opposite thing. I'm sorry, Steve. Joey. I'm just jer- I'm jerking your chain, dude. Um, right. Christian Arroyo had a huge series too, dude. He's six for two. Arroyo's been great. Yeah, yeah, he's been great. I think he's hitting around 500 since coming back off the IL. Hard contact too. Not a lot of cheapies. He's hitting no. ropes. So if yeah. uh, you need a little little pick-me-up after the series, Arroyo's been very good, especially considering stories out. It's nice to have Christian in the lineup and doing well. Another friend of the program, so we obviously want him to do well. But, yeah, man, not a lot of takeaways from this one that are positive. This was a relatively brutal series. I'll take the relatively out. Brutal series. Lost three out of four in Kansas City. And you just got to – I know I, I laid the numbers out for realistically how they could make the playoffs or the path mm. they'd have to take. It would be going like at worst. See, here's, here's the part that sucks as well, Joe. Mm. It's like at worst 34 and 18. That's not like a yeah. middle ground record. Like that's at worst. They got to go 34 and 18 essentially to have a chance of making the playoffs. So 88 wins all that to get 88 wins. I know to be an 88 uh, and 74 team. It's crazy. Uh, um, I want to transition a little bit, unless you got something. Uh, I had a random thing, but you, you go okay. for it. Uh, some injury talk. Yeah. Some return talk. Michael Walker looks like he's kind of closing in on returning. I want to get your thoughts on what that does to the rotation. Like, who, what moves around, who goes where. 
What do you do with this rotation? What does it look like when Waka's back? I haven't given it much thought, honestly. Uh, it would be, I mean, what would your full rotation be? It would be Avaldi, Pavetta, um, Winkowski, got to keep Cutter. Yeah, when I was gonna say Cutter's got to stay. But then Hill to the bullpen. I think that feels wrong. I think you'd right? go Avaldi, Pavetta, Cutter, Hill, Waka, and just have Winkowski out in the pen. Or Winkowski probably has to go back weird. to AAA, right? Or somebody has to. I when it when it comes down to like who's moving around and who's going back, I'm always like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys figure this out, and then I'll uh, talk about it. <laughs> as far as far as like the roster, yeah, like who, yeah, the number and of how many options the guy me. has. I'm like, I don't freaking no, know. I don't just let me know what the that. move no. was, and yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah. No, I just more mean you know who's in the rotation, who's in the bullpen. That just you know went into my mind. Like I was trying to picture Rich Hill coming out of the bullpen, like his you know. 85 mile an hour stuff is not going to look too great if he's, you know, oh, Hill's, Hill's coming in in relief after Pavetta. Yeah. But I mean, does he? Like, what is, you know, I understand. I'm saying got to stay in the rotation just because you sign him back. as a start. Rich Hill, I don't think at the age of 50 is going to be like, yeah, just throw me back in the pen. I'll, I'll be fine with that. Like, I think you need a guy, especially just at this point with the rotation and the state of it. You just need major league starters like that. It's not like the bar is like you got to be great. You just have to be capable of being a major league starter and have experience. And you know, when we give you the ball, we think, hey, this might actually go well. And mm-hmm. if that's Winkowski again, or you know, more of these guys, even Bayo, who's found it a little bit. You know, he's had a pretty good stretch recently. But I don't know. I mean, that's that's obviously a highlight of the season or a low light rather is the amount of guys, the amount of rookies they've had to use. And that coincides with the injuries. But one I thing, mean, Joy, I want to mention. Yeah, oh, yeah what do yeah. you got? Just, just, just to finish up on this. One, I mean, Bayo in the pen feels weird. I feel like Bayo might just go back down. Um, but I realized this when I was kind of working out, like, what the rotation might look like and, and whatever, that not to jump into 2023 talk. I know it's like what everybody loves that. to do right now is just talk about like, well, with this off season, what's next year going to look like trying not to do that all too much, but couldn't help myself here for just a second. Um, the injury plague that's hit the pitchers kind of gives you a good glance at what next year's rotation could look like. Like if you switch out Evaldi for sale, you kind of have what next year's rotation could look like right now. Cause walk. So Waka and Hill. So basically take Hill out too. Avaldi, sorry, one more time here. Sale, Pavetta, Winkowski, Cutter, Bayo is what you've been rolling with. And it's very well what you could have next year. Like I said, switching Avaldi and Sale. Um, you know, it's a little less scary when you look at it Winkowski, like Winkowski, Cutter, Bayo, and we're like, they cannot be the majority of your, your starting rotation. It's just, but you're seeing just, them right now, and it's and it's okay. I mean, Bayo's only gonna get better, presumably, right? Hopefully, yeah. I mean that that's that's a classic time will tell uh, with Brian Bayo. Who knows? But the stuff's there, right? He has the stuff. I think location has been an issue, and he has the swag too. It's not like he's like you know overwhelmed by the moment, so that's he not going to be an box. issue. He checks the swag. He box. checks that box, which is good. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention: Lisa uh, sent a DM, a DM to the ITM account. Because she went to the Royals Hall of Fame and wanted to give us an update. We had asked for that, Joey specifically, of what even is in the Royals Hall of Fame. 
She goes, first, it's shaped like a squared U, so it's a little bigger on the inside. They have a lot of Royals memorabilia, helmets, jerseys, shoes. Most of it seemed to be current players like Salvi and Greinke. There's also quite a bit of information about the Royals organization, how it started, Kauffman Stadium, past and present broadcasters, a lot of 85 and 2015 stuff, which makes sense, those two World Series titles. What struck me the most was the amount of baseball history that was there. They had small exhibits on the history of the bat, history of the glove, and what's inside a baseball. Okay, so they're like, you know Hmm. what? We don't have a ton of team history, so we're going to give you baseball history, like literally the history of a baseball. Oh, you want the history of the Kansas City Royals? Yeah, so it's a rubber core, uh, and then they wrap it in horsehair. So here's the deal. It's it's called a rosin bag, and the pitcher uses it on its wrist and his hand. All in all, it was actually pretty cool. If you haven't ever been to Kaufman, I highly recommend it. The Royals suck, but it's a good place to enjoy a game, <laughs> and the people are some of the friendliest around. Maybe not the – avoid the people in center field. Uh, they're, they're yelling – crazy things the entire game so th- shout out to lisa uh for the update on the royals hall of fame so now we know what that's like shout out lisa shout out lisa and there's somebody else i'm sorry was it steven steven also said oh yeah something yeah along? yeah on the on the, on the twitter sent some videos yeah sent yeah some those, videos of the, the inside that was really nice yeah so listen had some nice words to say love the pod keep up the good work fellas really appreciate that yeah. steven steph shout out steven p I, I know a steven p come on dude you're loco. You're loco crazy, dude. Yeah. I had yeah. one last thing, Joey. I don't know where Please. you're at, but I got one last thing. Uh, hit me. I'm actually going to save this. It needs to be for a more fun episode. Like, this was obviously meant to be sad times. Like, we're all, we're all in this together. I mean, the, the fans that are, that are dedicated, that watch 162, mm-hmm. there is still time. But by golly, they got to figure it out, and they got to figure it out fast. And I'm, I'm going to say there's a segment that I was going to do, but I'm going to save it for... A different show. It sure? just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right here. doesn't feel right here. Is I was about to start saying Favorite it. Red Sox memory? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> favorite David Ortiz moment? <laughs> yeah, let's talk poppy right now. Uh, coming up next, we have our closing thoughts on episode 44 of Inside the Monster. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Alrighty, closing thoughts time. Joey, you want to go first or second? 
Uh, mine's short and silly. I'll go first. Uh, right. I get a giggle every time. I've been listening on the radio. Sometimes I just kind of like step away from the telly. And I also like sitting on my porch with a real radio. I have like a boombox, like a 90s big old radio. So oh, I like to like nice. tune into the radio. You know, yeah. take a take a glass of lemonade outside, sit on the porch, and listen to the game for a little bit. Kind of, it makes me feel like I'm like listening with my grandpa. It's nice. Yeah, um, I like that. I never did that. My grandfather wasn't my fan. We did, we didn't hang out. Um, so you I'm say he wasn't your fan? <laughs> he wasn't a fan of me. You know, <laughs> but we didn't get along so too well. My grandfather wasn't a fan of me. <laughs> yeah, he, was like, he wasn't a big fan. He's like they beat it, kid. I don't like you. I don't like the cut of your of jib. Uh, but there's a. Um, a radio ad that gets me to giggle every time that it comes on. Uh, it's Alex Cora, um, recorded through a phone. <laughs> and through a, it's, he was in a cave. <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> through his telephone. And he goes, hey, everybody. It's Alex Cora, manager of the Boston Red Sox. Don't let COVID-19 throw you a curveball. And every time he says that, I, I get a real hearty giggle. I love the baseball puns because we've heard them all. We've all heard all of them. And companies still, the second that they get involved with baseball, they're like, yep. I have a great idea for the ad. Why don't we say, hit a home run with Toyota? Because yep. home run, you know, like baseball... I love that. And the way Alex says, don't let COVID-19 throw you a curveball is like he's rolling his eyes with his voice. It's so good. It gives me a giggle every time. That was my whole thought. I'm glad you brought that up, Joey. Uh, we were coming back from the Cape today with the lane, and we're listening in the car. And I love the radio broadcast is so good. Like They're Will really good. is great. Joe is just brings you right back to that like summer nostalgia. And... It's a really good, really, really, really good broadcast. Not just saying that because we're Odyssey employees. Like, it, it is definitely I, – I, I would recommend you do the same thing Joey does from time to time. Just listen to the game. It's it's awesome. So, yeah, doing that on the drive back. And that that ad – it plays every break, by the way. Yeah, I think it's it does. Like <laughs> every commercial break. Yep. And we, we have an ad on there now uh, uh, during the commercial breaks, which is nice. Yeah. Love to hear that. And it's it's funny because like he's literally he's like, hey, this is Alex Cora. I'm like, what did he record this? That man is. No one cared who I was until I put on the mask. Till I put on the mask. I. Don't I don't know what happened there. You know when something just you know when something got messed up mm-hmm. and it tries to get presented to you as like I hope they don't notice. That's what I feel like with the Alex Core WEI commercial. Uh with the COVID commercial cuz it's like <laughs> something something got messed up in the communication of like what he had to record it on or how this went cuz it sounds terrible. The audio quality is so bad. And I'm like, this couldn't have been what they wanted from AC. Every time I hear it, I think he's going to say, hey, it's Alex Cora, manager of the Boston Red Sox, and you're listening to WEI. Yeah, like bringing because you back to the broadcast. Because it sounds like he's on a phone interview, and they say, hey, Alex, yeah. before you hang up, do you mind just giving us a hit and saying, hey, you're listening to the home of the Red Sox? Which is like what you do when you have like a guest on. You just say, like, hey, do you mind just saying this real quick so we can use this in promotions? Uh, 
And every time it catches me off guard because I'm, I'm expecting that and you're listening to EI and instead I get, don't like COVID throw you a curveball. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Can you imagine like how seriously we were taking COVID in like, like March, <laughs> April of 2020. And we've gone all the way from like, stay inside. Don't see your parents like buckle down. We don't know how, if we're going to get out of this to let's make baseball puns on the radio. <laughs> We've that's come a, a long whole nother, way. That's a whole nother discussion. Uh, but uh, all right, my closing thought, real quick here. Went to uh, went to the Cape for the weekend. Fun time. Cape League playoffs was the top reason for the trip, I guess. Or also just going to the Cape's awesome. And we were at a Cape League playoff game in Orleans, and um, it was what Orleans against YD. We were at a Sox game. YD Red Sox. Orleans Firebirds. Uh, YD advanced to the East finals and we're sitting there my dad always sets up the seats you know before like he's like it's one of his favorite things to do i i love it because i benefit from it you know you you basically go to the cape league game you set up your chairs in like the afternoon Mm because normally that's when you can get the best spots and so we got a really good spot down the the third baseline and there was this uh a couple of parents sitting next to my dad that he was talking with i guess their daughter started working for the mets and you know they're they're talking baseball and everything and Joey, I need your opinion on this because I mm-hmm. thought this was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. So the dad next to my dad, which is like, it's my dad's favorite thing really to talk with like the people at the Cape League games. And mm-hmm. I don't blame him because it's like, everyone's got a baseball story. Everyone's got like, mm-hmm. everyone there has some kind of baseball thing. And it's, you get to learn a lot about the people at the games. Your dad certainly what? works in business, right? Your dad's like a, like a talkative guy. He's like a friendly, personable guy. Yeah. My dad, I'm basically doing what my job is, is what my dad would have always loved to do. I'm basically like just living out what my dad would have loved to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was a a VP at a big construction company in Boston. And now he's Mm -hmm. retired. He's retired, but like Mm -hmm. still fixes up, you know, houses on the side. My dad's the most unretired, retired person of all time. And so, but we, you know, we try to get to Cape League playoffs every year. It's one of my favorite things. Cape League's incredible. You guys, you guys already know that. But so <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes. So we're there with our dog, Bristol. And Bristol's the best. Shout out, Bristol. I know you're listening. Uh, gold retriever, just a perfect dog. And he's always super calm during the games, no issues at all. And so this, this guy my dad's talking to is like, hey, can I, uh, can I take your dog like, for a, a walk around the park? Hmm. And, I'm, I'm, and my, dad, my dad, you know, my dad's a nice guy. He was just like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So here goes this this complete stranger that we ju- we just literally met at that game. Walks my dog Bristol, and the Orleans Park, by the way, is like the biggest one in the Cape. Like to center field is 434 feet, and you got to mm-hmm. go around like there's a huge hill on the right side. Got to go around so many people. He just takes our dog for a walk, like around, like by Are you himself. You about to tell me you don't have a dog anymore? No, Bristol survived, but okay. like Joey, tell me, tell me, I'm not crazy. I thought that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. The guy just took our dog basically and just like walked him around the park and like brought him back like 10 minutes later. We didn't have a dog for 10 minutes. That is so strange. I don't blame your dad for a second for saying yeah, because I would have too. And then the you second... You, you kind of can't say no, because then now it's awkward and we're sitting next to you. It was like the fourth inning. I'm like, great. Yeah. Now, now that's going to be weird. Did he like... That's so strange. Did he like Bizarre. stand up and stretch and be like, hey, can I take your dog? Yeah, like <laughs> it was a normal party. thing. I'm going... Yeah, he was like, I, "Mind if I take him for a walk?" Like, like that's a thing people do—just take other people's dogs take for walks, dog like at a game. That's walk. you don't do that. 
Mind if I feed thing. your baby? Please? <laughs> yeah. Mind if I just like walk around with your baby over over my shoulder? I honestly, I couldn't believe it. Then my dad got a, had to take a call. And then uh-huh. this guy came over and sat in his seat, his like specific chair, which is like a very, it's like a hard chair. Your and dad's patting, chair? Yeah. And he folded his leg over his knee and was patting Bristol like he was my new dad. It was, it was, this is wild. I thought this was wild. Dude, <laughs> I hate that. That social implication, like, there's no way. Okay, let me just say, I haven't met this guy. I yeah. don't know a thing about this yeah. dude other than those two I things. I hope they're not listening. I hope they didn't, like, tune in and they're like, oh, now he's, like, trashing us, but whatever. Okay, listen, you, you don't have to trash him because I will. I know this is a bad okay. guy. There's no way that that's a good person. <laughs> there's no way. Like, that that guy also, like, donates to charity and also, like, there's just no way. Like, that guy, that's an entitled thing. I don't like that one bit. Get out of my chair. What are you doing? Yeah, it was, he Ooh. just did some stuff that I just think was very bizarre. Um you know, shout out to their daughter for getting a job with the Mets. That's big stuff. You know, that's the thing. They see they sure. definitely definitely seem normal enough, but it's just like I've never I was I was stunned. Just took our dog for a walk. Uh it's just a complete I was crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. I don't like comfortability. It, I don't like people being comfortable with nah, me. Nah, you can't be too comfortable. Yeah. Nah, like uh, even even tiny little thing. I'm very weird about that because I'm not comfortable with people. So if people are comfortable yeah. with me, I'm like, what's wrong with you? It's probably me projecting. But uh, yeah. like some like if I meet somebody and you're like touching me, like there was I'm not gonna say who, but I met like a friend a friend of yours once, and just like yeah. had his hand on my shoulder for like ten minutes, and I was like, dude, what are we? <laughs> That's Joey's we? nightmare. We're not buddies. <laughs> don't. What are you doing? I don't like that one bit. Comfortability is strange. That is weird. You're not you're not weird for thinking that's weird. That was weird. okay. Right when it happened, I'm like, I, this is my closing thought for the for the show. Like I immediately knew. I'm like, all right, I got to bring that up here. I was like, this this stranger took our dog for ten minutes. So it was nuts. But um, but yeah, shout out Cape League, Cape League uh, East and West finals going on, and then the championship later this week. It's all done by like Friday, barring rain, which is crazy. Cape League season goes by so fast, but. Going to try to get to a championship game if possible, but we'll see. Uh, anything else, Joey? I think that was all I got. Um, the Royals came into this series 27th in home runs. They hit uh, at least seven. I wrote this in the middle of today's game. Yeah. I was also keeping was the score of the whole uh, series. and uh, or uh, Since the deadline, actually, is the score I was keeping, and I gave up keeping score of it. <laughs> uh, just, Just not... Not a good time, but hey, there's more we games. Get to face the Braves. Yeah. Hey, luckily the Sox get a little break here with the defending World Series champion Braves coming to town, so that'll be nice. But uh, yeah, forget about the opponents, Joey. At this point, right? If you're gonna lose three out of four to the Royals, then there's no real way for us to know how any of these games are gonna go. And obviously, uh, an average Sox fan would lean that they're just gonna keep playing this maybe a little below 500 ball until the end of the year and end up with like 80 wins. And it's kind of is what it is, but, but Hey, still listen to our series preview episodes. Yeah. The next you will still hear matters, from us Steve. is preview and Braves Red Sox. But until then for Joey Capone, I'm Steve Peralt. Go Sox kid. Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer, mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. Mm-hmm.